It is time to chat with Chris Roots. Good morning, Chris. Morning, Dave. How are you? Very good, mate. I uh, hope you had a great Christmas, mate, and uh, are enjoying, I guess, the... Well, it's not really... You can't really call it the down season, can you, mate? Because uh, it's firing on all cylinders, and we basically have, you know, magic millions to, to sort of look at, and before you know it, it'll be the autumn carnival. Yeah, and particularly when you've got horses running fourth in group in, um, in black type races. Dave, you, you get a bit excited about this time of year. You do, mate. Uh, that was a very surprising result. Uh, oh, look, we, we thought, Richard and Will kept saying, you won't be disgraced, but I must admit I was not expecting to be uh, finishing that close to some of those good horses. No way. No, it was a good run, and um, I guess I guess it's onwards and upwards for you, and you'll have a bit of excitement. It's always good to see someone having a bit of success. Yeah, fantastic, mate. Well, that, of course, talk about fast response yesterday. Mate, what about this Gaza Blanca, though? Um, we talk about those sort of horses, you know, Hell I Am, um, obviously, Russian Conquest. They were, you know, on show there tomorrow for that Guineas at the Gold Coast, that three-year-old Guineas. And this horse, well, it needs to win, doesn't it, to get in that race? Yeah, it's 20 at the moment on the order of entry. And um, I know Kieran and David Eustace have got a high opinion of it. And they've just got to make sure. Uh, it's got to win tomorrow to make sure it's in the field. It's very high up in betting. I think it's second favourite at the moment, about the $8 mark. Now, the run last start um, was in, was amazing. It was um, a, a, a fast run race where it was the only horse to really make ground. Now, the, no disgrace to be beaten by the winner who just kept going and ran time. So when you're running time out in front, you're always hard to run down. They didn't go slow. They went they went a really constant quick speed. They were only about half a second or 0.3 of a second outside the track record. That shows you how fast they were going. This horse has got home in, uh, in some, somewhere in the 32s for its last 600 and got held up. So you think um, it'd be be pretty hard to beat on Saturday. I see the betting straight away. Those who got 275 have shot very well. I think it's a dollar 85 now, and I'll probably start close to a dollar 50 um, once once there's a few scratchings and that. But it looks a looks a pretty good horse, and I know they're very excited about it and talking about it as a group horse in the future. Exciting, mate. Um, so that market is Russian Conquest, $6 favourite. Uh, Gaza Blanca at $7. Hell I Am at 8 uh, Alentia at 11 And Soothsayer is 11 And uh, obviously from a two-year-old perspective, the two-year-old classic, Empire of Japan at $5 favourite. And from a Platinum Jubilee at 7 The Novelist at 8 Empress of Wonder is at 9 And Miss Cooter at $9 as well. So uh, I guess it's not, not as clear-cut as it has been in previous years, is it, for both races? Yeah, and I think what you'll find with with the two year old, there won't be much change in that market. There, there, we 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 know where they they sit. Empire of Japan probably got back in a and and struggled to make a bit of ground in an on on speed dominated race. That was more pace than the track. Uh, I think in the end, that, that by the end of the day, they were coming from everywhere. So one of the um, things with it is that I think the Gold Coast it'll just have to be on speed and a bit closer if it can do that I think it's a worthy favourite at the moment and I think Gaza Blanca if it wins on the weekend will probably end up end up its favourite for the thro- for the guineas because I think it just looks like seven's going to really suit it. Yeah okay fantastic. Uh, Chris um, we continue on with Chris Reeves from the City Morning Herald. Uh, Tyler Schiller um, extraordinary mate uh, he just seems to continue to improve and improve. Yeah well <laughs> I guess we can't keep saying improving. He's second on the Jockeys Premiership. He's ridden four winners on, on Boxing Day to outright his claim in the city. 
and it'd be a brave man to back against him without a claim, continuing on for the next eight months and winning the premiership. I know he's got two um, great talents chasing him in in Zach Lloyd and Dylan Gibbons, but this 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 um this man's just gone, gone to another level in the last two months. I think he's written a quarter of his winners for the year have come in the last two months. So you're written twenty four winners. He's um, got the support of a lot of trainers. Like if you look at his book on Saturday, I think he's got eight different trainers who he's writing for. So he doesn't depend on one. And amazingly, for for a man who's second on the on the on the premiership, he's written two winners for Chris Waller this year and one for and one for Godolphin. So the two big stables, he's not not getting many rides out of there. So he he does the best with what he what he gets given, and I think. By this time next year, we'll probably be talking about him as a top five jockey, and and rightfully so. Mm, yeah, exactly right. I, when I say improve, just from where he has uh, he's come from, mate. Because uh, when he first came to Sydney, obviously there was some you know a bit of teething, and I think Tyler would um, admit that himself. But just the way in which he's you know riding these races, and I uh, come back to that Irish Kisses run on Boxing Day. And I mentioned this with Richard Callender earlier in the week that. He was caught three wide, and maybe an old Tyler Schiller would have panicked, either jagged back to try and get in or used some carrots up to try and get outside the lead, but he didn't. He just had the mare comfortable, and uh, she obviously did the rest. Yeah, and, and the thing with Tyler is that as he gets to ride things shorter in the market, he's going to ride more winners. It's, he just doesn't make as many many mistakes. He's one of those jockeys who's got, who you can put on and be fairly confident that he'll give the horse its best chance and like you said, doesn't panic when he gets in situations. And he went home after Boxing Day. I was talking to Mark Newnham earlier, earlier in the week, and he, I said to him, what, what's he like as a bloke? He goes, he's, he's, what you see is quiet. He thinks about it a bit. He goes, but he came in on, on Tuesday morning. He said to me, right, now I've lost my claim. What do I need to do better to get better? So he's, he doesn't think he's there yet. So that's, that's always a great sign. So um, it's going to be an exciting apprentice. Um, battle, uh, particularly with Zach Lloyd with um, his two kilos, he's going to be he, he's widely sought after already he's got backing of Team Hawks and Godolphin who he's apprenticed to, so um, he'll be very hard to hold out for Tyler but I think those two will probably fight it out Exactly right uh, Chris, what about uh, the news there filtered through a couple of days ago about Robbie Frad? that was uh, you know quite, um, quite shocking news Yeah it was, wasn't it? Like Got to have a bypass, and you know he's retired. He, he's retired from riding. Like, yeah, you, we don't actually appreciate what these bikes put through their bodies through, and how tough they actually are. Like, he he was riding, still riding with that when he needed to have a have a bypass. So, unfortunately, we won't see Robbie in the saddle anymore. But I'm I'm sure he he'll he'll stay in racing in some way, shape, or form. I think these days we're seeing a lot of uh, former jockeys go into being mentors and things like that. Uh, Robbie rode all around the world, come from South Africa, and in the end, he's done a great job in Australia and in Queensland in particular. So um, it, it's sad to see him retire, but for his health, um, I'm glad we've seen it, see him, see him go, go when he was still able to ride a few winners. Exactly right, mate. Uh, and he's a good bloke too, Robbie, as well. Good to, good to have some fun with, and hopefully he's still in, in and around the industry, that's for sure, after his retirement from riding. Mate, um, uh, I guess we're on the, you're on the punters panel tomorrow, and it's going to be a little tricky meeting this tomorrow. 
or satellite. Yeah, media. it is. It's one. Of, it's it's a meeting where you where there there looks a little bit of um, form that you can line up and just going through it before. You know, I couldn't find that much value, but you know, you never know if these these days days because sometimes something just bobs up that, that gets to over the odds very quickly because they back one. So. Um, I'll I'll be having a closer look over the next twenty four hours, and hopefully we can come up with some winners. Now, the other question I've got for you, Dave: Have you had any calls from slot holders yet? You were very keen to get this horse into an Everest. Is it, are they are they on the phone yet? Oh, mate, yeah, non-stop. I had to put it on silent um, last night. Do not disturb. Just out, out of control. So, um, look, we're just going to you know let the dust settle, mate, and uh, map out a um, a program. Uh, next year, um, but um, yeah, it's um, so, so break break now. Richard, Richard, and Will have decided that uh, time for a spell. Uh, I think yeah, I think he's earned a rest. I think well, what's that? That's his first prep, fourth run. He's gone from maiden to running in that listed race. So I think he's yeah deserves a little bit of nice paddock with some green grass. Uh, what what time do you want him out at your joint at Oatley? Can we get him out there out the backyard? Well, Mums has got more grass on his his lawn, right so right. maybe he could. He's, Outstanding. He's, um, the way he's chipping and putting at the moment, he must be practising a lot. Well, I wouldn't mind sending it to Munns because Munns, we, we've, we've obviously heard him on the punters panel with uh, the young pup, and uh, he's got that soft side to him, Glenn. You can hear him sometimes. You know, he's, he makes out that he'd be, you know, yelling and uh, giving the dog a little kick here and there, you know, get him into line. But uh, I reckon he's actually got the dog on his lap, just, you know, patting it. He's uh, So be well looked after there. He might be the next Dr. Harry. Yeah, you know, if you'd you, you be sure, the horse wouldn't go without out of feed if it's at the Munsies. No, well, what did we have? We had Natoya on the pizza. We, we'd have uh, fast response on the Peroni. <laughs> yeah, that would be breath tested when it come back in the um, That's exactly in right. The exactly right. Mate, um, we'll talk to you tomorrow on the Partners Panel. Thanks for that, mate. See you, mate.